Hello, good morning. Welcome back again. Today I'm going to teach you about the life of Holy Ghost power. You know, many Christians that grow up in a church or in a religious setting in some denomination that teaches them that they have to get punched in both eyes every morning when they wake up by the devil and that they don't get to live a life of power. But that's not true. Jesus said that you will be endued with power when you're a Christian. When you follow Christ, you are meant to live a life of power. I want you to type in the comments, I live a life of power. You know, one thing that kept me away from being a Christian for so many years was it seemed like men that were Christians had to chop their nuts off. It was as if every ounce of testosterone was sucked out of their body. And they always talked like this, and they spoke real softly. And, well, if you want to come to the chapel or if you would like to join us for church, we're going to have a crock pot in the lobby, and you can join us for lunch after. And it always seemed like, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be facetious, but it was full of pansies. When I realized that the Bible was not full of pansies, it changed my life. And it made me realize, and I'm not, again, I'm not going, I, you know what? I can't say I'm not roasting people because I'm totally roasting people. I'm roasting every person that talks like that, that acts like that. My pastor says, you're meant to have spiritual testosterone. Men of God and women of God, but men of God are meant to have spiritual testosterone. Just because you give your life to Jesus does not mean that you check your man parts at the door. The Bible is full of men that led massive armies, that killed giants, that sieged entire towns. God intends for you to live a life of power. And I want you to stick around to the end because I'm going to teach you what the Bible says about living a life of power how to access it, how to live in a constant state of seeing God's miraculous power on a day-to-day -day basis. When I tapped in to becoming a Holy Ghost-filled Christian that walked in the power and the anointing of God, every day has only increased. I see money miracles. I see healing miracles. I see relationship miracles. There's networking, communication miracles. There's just everything around me has become supernatural. When you plug in with Jesus, what he does is he takes you from natural and he takes his super and makes you a supernatural person where you operate at a different level. Everybody else is down here in life. Their job is down here. Their marriage is down here. Their friendships are down here. Everything in their life is down on this level. But when you plug in with the Lord, he moves you up to this level and you get a bird's eye view. You see things as he sees them. You're seated in heavenly places. You're seated far above where you see the schemes of the devil. You see how things work in the earth and you receive wisdom from on high and you operate supernaturally. After today's live stream, you're going to experience the power of the Holy Ghost every day of your life. I want you to give this video a thumbs up and share it with somebody right now that needs to know that you can access the power of God. And I'm going to say good morning to people. Good morning, Amber. Uh, I think John was on here. Good morning, John. Miguel, good morning. Miguel did not like that I was talking about prosperity yesterday, but that's all right. We'll win you over, buddy. Tanya, Tania, Brooke, good morning. All right. We love you.
Oh, that's all right, Miguel. I love you. I forgive you. I know you're with me. I know you got my back. Nikki, good morning. Andy, Dylan, Elise, good morning. Good morning, everybody. If I haven't said good morning to you, don't get offended. I love you. And I wish you a very good morning. Go with me to John chapter 14 in your Bible. Somebody, Amber's always good at this. Why don't you type in the comments for me? John chapter 14 for people that are jumping on. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, down at verse 25. Listen to this. John 14, verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. I want you to write this down first. The first step of Holy Ghost power. When you get born again and you get filled with the Holy Ghost, and on Thursday I'm going to teach about the actual baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to teach you what it means to be filled and filled again continuously with the Holy Spirit. And how to access his power on a regular basis. But listen to this. The first thing that the helper does is he brings things to remembrance. He gives revelation knowledge. He reminds you what the word says. I remember when I first got born again and when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, it was as if everything that came across my path, I had a scripture pop up in my spirit referring to that one thing. If somebody said, man, I got a bonus at work today, it was like immediately Malachi 3 jumped in my spirit. I was like, oh yeah, the Bible says that the windows of heaven will open over you if you're a tither and a giver. Those things were just, mm. Somebody said, man, I, I got back pain. Immediately, Mark 16 would pop up in my spirit. They shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Suddenly, the Holy Ghost was bringing to remembrance the scriptures, the things Jesus had commanded the church. And what it does is it lifts you up because he will speak to you the things that you need in that moment. He'll speak to you what you need to hear. He'll give you an encouraging word and he'll remind you of scriptures to confess and to stand on throughout your day. If you'll be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he will bring things to remembrance, prophetic words, scriptures, different times you've encountered God. He'll bring to remembrance things that will allow you to step over hurdles, to uproot mountains slay enemies. You need the Holy Ghost to remind you of the words of Christ. It'll strengthen you. And he will teach you all things. He says he'll teach you all things and bring to remembrance that which I've spoken to you. In 1 John chapter 2, it says that the abiding anointing within you teaches you all things. The abiding anointing within you teaches you all things. I can already tell that, that, yeah, that person, you can block them. They're a demon. Verse 27, listen to this. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Praise the Lord. Now I want you to go over one chapter to John chapter 15.
John chapter 15, listen to this, verse 26. But when the helper comes, I want you to type this in the comments. The Holy Spirit is my helper. He is my helper. When the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness of me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. So Jesus is saying he's coming to help you. He's coming to give you wisdom. He's coming to give you revelation. He's coming to remind you of the words I've spoken to you. And he's going to empower you to be my witness. The difference between being a Christian and being people of other religions is other religions don't have power. There's a story in the Old Testament of Elijah the prophet. And there were false prophets with him, the prophets of Baal. And the prophets of Baal were trying to mock the God of Israel. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. How about you put up an altar and whoever's God answers by fire is the real God. And that's who will know whom to serve. And so he said, I'll let you guys go first. The prophets of Baal, Baal is a, a demon, it's idol worship. They began to cut themselves. They were killing chickens. They're stirring up the witch pot, doing their dances. I don't know what it sounded like. I wasn't there. But they start doing their stuff. Nothing happens. Elijah begins to mock them. The power of God on your life will allow you to mock the devil. You'll put the devil in a constant place of mockery. So he begins to mock them and says, where's your God? He must be taking a water break. Maybe he's relieving himself. He must be taking a nap. How come he doesn't hear you? And then finally, after a while, they give up after he's done mocking their false god. Elijah comes and takes buckets of water and dumps them on the wood. And then he calls down fire from heaven and God answers him and lights the altar on fire. That's power. Those are signs. Those are wonders. Those are miracles. They prove that God is with somebody. If you were paying attention to me yesterday, I quoted Acts 2.22. And in Acts 2.22, the Bible says Jesus was a man approved by God with signs and wonders. So those signs, those wonders, the power of God in your life is proof that God is with you and that he approves of you. It doesn't change how much he loves you. God loves you. But I want to know that God is with me. Jesus promised he would be with me to the end of the age. And I want to see that come to pass in my life. So you can write this down. The Holy Ghost is your advocate. He's for you. He's not against you. Number two, he's your comforter. The only reason you would need a comforter is if God expects you to get a little uncomfortable. God wants you blessed, but my pastor says it this way, and he got it from his pastor, Pastor Mark Hankins. There's two roads you can take as a Christian, the blessing road or the glory road. The blessing road is you're a tither, you're a giver, you follow the word of God, and you get all the blessings, all the promises of Abraham, and you live a comfortable life. But the other road is the glory road. The glory road will require you to die to yourself. There will be persecution on that road. You will have to serve and you will suffer the things that Christ suffered on the earth. But the blessings will still be added to you, although it will be a much harder road than the blessing road. 
So you'll go along the glory road. You're going to lose friendships. You're going to lose family. You're going to lose people close to you. People are going to betray you. Your best friend might stab you in the back and sell you for 30 shackles of gold or silver. Things like that will happen. Jesus lived blessed. He wasn't poor or sick on the earth. But the people closest to him abandoned him. His family wasn't for him. They didn't even believe in him. Not until he rose again from the dead. So the glory road is intense. But Jesus said, Father, glorify me as I've glorified you. When you choose the glory road, God will glorify you. God will exalt you as you humble yourself. The blessing road is great. You'll live blessed, but you might not leave a major impact on the earth. You got to die to yourself, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow the glory road. And on that glory road, you'll still get all the blessing, but it'll come with some pressing. The Holy Ghost comforts you on the glory road. He comforts you on the road of power. And I'm not talking about just power. There's, there's crusades where you see signs and wonders and miracles. There, I am an evangelist. That When I preach in churches, there's signs and wonders. God confirms the word. But I'm talking about a day-to-day -day life where the power of God, the anointing, He anoints you in your work. The anointing's working when you're in school. The anointing's working when you're playing sports. The anointing's working when you go to Walmart. We used to go to Walmart and pray for people in Walmart. I've prayed for people in restaurants. I've prayed for people on the side of the road. The anointing will work wherever you're willing to work it. That's a life of Holy Ghost power. Now go with me to Acts chapter 1. And I'm going to read something to you. And then I'm going to pray that God baptizes you afresh with power today. So stick around to the end. For people that are just now jumping on, this is a life of Holy Ghost power. Acts chapter 1, verse 5. For John, John the Baptist, baptized with water. But you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Those are red words. Those, that's what Jesus told the church. John baptized you in water. So there is a water baptism. The water baptism is for repentance. It washes you, shows that God forgives you. You're cleansed of your sins. Baptism was a ritual in the Old Testament that showed that people were moving into a new covenant with God. So they were baptized into, into the Mosaic covenant in the Old Testament as they walked through the Red Sea. Baptism is a sign that shows that you're walking into a new chapter with God. You've repented. You've now come into a different kind of relationship with God. But there's another baptism that Jesus said. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That baptism is a baptism of power. Listen to this. Verse 8, he said, But you will receive power. Somebody type in the comments, I will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then you will be my witnesses in first Jerusalem, then Judea, then Samaria, and then the outermost parts of the earth. Do you want to know how to increase in the anointing of the Holy Ghost? You've got to be faithful in your Jerusalem. You've got to be faithful in your Judea. Then you've got to be faithful in your Samaria. And then God will trust you with an anointing that will reach the outermost parts of the earth. 
He said, you'll be endued with power to be my witness. It's tough, not even tough. It's almost impossible to lead people to Jesus without receiving that power. You need the power from on high. Why are we dropping so many frames? 2,800? Let's get off the Wi-Fi. Sorry if it's glitchy. We'll fix that. You need that power. That's probably why people are leaving. That power is what gives you the ability to be a witness. I had many Christians try to lead me to the Lord Jesus. They weren't baptized in the Holy Ghost. And it never worked. Not once. Not one time did a Christian that had not received the Holy Spirit with evidence of tongues, not one time did a regular church-going, no-power-having Christian ever even come close to getting me interested in giving my life to Jesus. Yet, one man who had a nice family but spoke in other tongues because he had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit all by himself, he led me to the Lord Jesus, baptized me in a pool in South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota. That's right, Amber, you're faithful. One man, a whole church, a whole community, <laughs> like I'm not kidding, a whole community of non-Holy Spirit baptized Christians couldn't even get me to budge. But one man filled with the Holy Ghost led me to the Lord Jesus. It's all it took. So he said, you will receive power. I'm going to tell you a story and then I'm going to pray that God gives you fresh power today. There was a time right after I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I started to experience the power of God in my life. And I had just had an encounter with the glory of God after doing a 24-hour fast in my apartment all alone. A few days later, I got a phone call from a buddy of mine. And he said, Talon, I've got this guy who wants to put on some muscle in the gym. I like to work out. So he wanted my help. He said, can I bring him over and, and talk to you with him? And we can give him some pointers on how to gain some weight and get stronger in the gym. I said, absolutely, bring him over. And as he came over, he walked through the door of my apartment. And when he walked through my apartment door, the Holy Spirit spoke to me from the inside. And I began to receive what the Bible calls as words of knowledge. And he said, he's an alcoholic. His dad's an alcoholic. He has depression. He has anxiety. And he's terrified that he's going down the same path his dad took in life. And I had never met this guy before, so I was like, huh. It's kind of an awkward way to say hello. But I just sat there with him, and I started talking to him. Commander, hang on a moment. I'll pray with you at the end of this. So I sit there, and I'm just talking to him, helping him out with gym stuff. And then finally, I just prayed quietly on the inside. I said, Lord, if this is you, I need you to provide an opportunity for me to talk to him alone because my other friend was in the room. I, I didn't want to just spill his beans all over. And suddenly my friend got a phone call and he stepped into the other room. And when he stepped into the other room, it just bubbled out of my spirit. 
I said, hey, man, I don't know you. I don't know what your relationship with God is like, but these are the things he told me. The Holy Spirit just said, you're an alcoholic. Your dad is an alcoholic. You have depression. You have anxiety, and you're terrified that you're going down the same path that your dad took in life. Is any of that true? And he had a Mountain Dew can that he walked into my apartment with, and he began to cry. And he lifted up this Mountain Dew can, and he said, this is not Mountain Dew, this is straight vodka. I've been drinking straight vodka for over two weeks now because my anxiety is so bad that it's the only way that I don't have panic attacks. And he said, I just got released from the hospital a few months ago because I was in there for six months on medications due to my depression. My internal organs were attacking themselves. And he said, my dad is an extreme alcoholic and it caused my parents to get divorced. And I'm worried that I'm going down the same path that he took in life. Everything the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I wasn't in church. I wasn't behind a pulpit. I didn't have a microphone. God just needed that man's life changed. And I would just happen to be there and be willing to obey. So God spoke. As I said those and revealed those words of knowledge to him, he cried and gave his life to Jesus in my apartment that day. He will never be the same. He will never be the same. No matter what, he'll never, when he stands before God one day, he'll never be able to say, I didn't encounter God. Because he did. But that's what it looks like to walk in Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power on a regular basis. And you can have that. If you want that, I'm going to pray for you right now. Wherever you're at, I want you to lift both hands up toward heaven. And I'm going to pray now that the Lord baptizes you with power. Father, in Jesus' name, I loose the Holy Ghost even through the phone screen right now. That they be baptized afresh in the Holy Ghost fire from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, wherever they're at right now. Even if they're watching this after it's already posted, the glory is going to hit you through your phone right now. In Jesus' name, that's the fire of heaven filling you up. Be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues. Just say, Holy Ghost, fill me with your power. And be filled afresh. And receive power to be a witness today in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, As Peter said these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon Cornelius' house, and they all began to speak out in other tongues. As you listen to this, you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you'll speak out in other tongues. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go back up to that comment from Commander, please. I want to read what he said. Commander, if you're still on, he said, uh, IDK, but I feel like I can't be saved because I cannot honestly say that I believe the things I must say I believe. I have yet to receive the gift of faith. Don't want to be half with God. Commander, I'll tell you right now, the Lord has a plan for your life. And I was an atheist for 20 years. But if you pray with me right now and you truly want to encounter God, you will encounter God right now. There's going to be a link in the comments that's going to lead you to a salvation video. This is a 15-minute video where I teach you what the Bible says about going to heaven and about leaving your old life behind and giving your life fully to Jesus. If that's what you want, 
I want you to watch this video that's going to be in the comments right now, and your life won't be the same. The Bible says if you'll believe in your heart and you'll confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. And that's all it requires. Before I pray for everybody to be blessed one more time, I want to give you an opportunity to give today. I believe you've been blessed. I've been blessed. And I'm thankful that I get to walk a life in the Holy Ghost power. You might want to get out of studio. Probably help if you just go to like the main YouTube. If you've been blessed by this ministry, I want to give you an opportunity to give today. There's an old saying that says, sow where you want to grow. Or another one is, sow where you want to go. Well, welcome. So I believe that as you tie your finances to this ministry, God's going to do a miracle in your life. We're currently feeding 1,500 kids every single day in other countries, and you can help us out with that. And we're preaching the gospel all over the world. We're getting ready to pass over 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. We just passed 2.2 million on TikTok, and I just hit 22,000 on Instagram this morning. So we're increasing mightily. God has been good to us. So as you give today, we thank you for every dollar that comes into this ministry, and we really appreciate you. Every person that gives today, you're helping us to go to another level in preaching the gospel. Yes, Commander, that's the video in the comments. And so we thank you for your giving. God is our source, but your giving makes a difference. And so we're very, very thankful for it. The different ways that you can give are Cash App, Dollar Sign, Revival Way. You can give at Venmo at Revival Way, PayPal at Revival Way. There's also going to be a link, link in the comments right now. You can click that link and give, or you can give on Super Chat. That link will take you to our website, RevivalWay.com, and you can become a monthly partner. Amanda Wong, I love you very much. God bless you. And make sure that you give this video a thumbs up and you share it with somebody. This will help people. The power of the Holy Ghost sets people free and empowers them to lead other people to Jesus. So people need to hear this. But I want to thank you ahead of time for everybody that gives to this ministry. We appreciate you a ton. I want to give some shout outs to people. I always like to give honor where honor is due. And the Bible says to honor one another. So people that have been giving, Jimmy Smith, I want to thank you for your giving. Jimmy Smith gave on Venmo. Colton, obviously, is a great giver. Thank you, Colton, for your giving. I'll give people a second here before I pray for you. Thank you for those that gave on Cash App, and thank you for those that gave on PayPal yesterday. Very thankful for your giving. You're making a difference with us, and we thank you for it. John Stafford's always a great giver. We thank you, John, for your giving. All right, I'm going to pray for you, everyone that gave today. 
I'm going to pray that God does a miracle in your finances, and I'm going to pray that God anoints you afresh to go and do the works of the ministry. Father, in Jesus' name, every person they gave today, thank you that you increase their seed sown. Bring in a whopper of a harvest. Father, I ask that you would anoint them fresh today. As they sow into this grace, let this grace be a part of their life as well. To reach the multitudes, that the spirit of influence would be imparted unto people. To reach their Jerusalem, their Judea, their Samaria, and then the outermost parts of the earth with the gospel. Angels cause the word to work and the money to come. Devil, take your hands off of people's money. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Commander said, what's the cash app? Cash app is dollar sign Revival Way. Venmo is at Revival Way. And PayPal is at Revival Way. I'm going to tell you one more story before I say goodbye. There was a time when I needed a money miracle in my life. And kind of like the story of the boy with the two fish and the five loaves in the Gospels. The two fish and the five loaves were not enough to feed the 5,000 people. But the little boy took his lunch and he put it into the hands of Jesus. And he knew that if he took what he had and he put it toward the purpose that Jesus had, that Jesus would multiply it. And I did that one time. I took my finances. I only had a little bit of money in my bank account. And I felt like if I took what I had in my bank account and I put it into Jesus' hands, he would multiply it. And he did. Because the Bible says, whatever a man sows, that also does he reap. So I remember I had $600 to my name. I took 500 of it and I gave it to somebody. And within a week, another person came up to me and gave me $12,000. And that stuff has happened to me all the time. Ever since I got a hold of this revelation. So when you give, you can expect God to do a miracle in your money. It's not too far-fetched. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says that whatever you give, it shall be given back unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Men will give liberally into your bosom. That word bosom means the money bag that people used to hold between their pants and their bosom. So people will give financially to you. Jamie, I already prayed for people to be filled with the Spirit. If you didn't get it when I prayed, you can come back on Thursday and I'll pray for you again. Thursday, I'm going to do a whole teaching on being filled with the Holy Spirit. And you'll receive it then. Well, praise God. I thank you, everybody, for your giving. I believe God's going to do a miracle in your life. Wait, what did that guy say above Jamie? Something about me just being a regular dude. Commander, I got to tell you, the only reason I stayed was because Preach talks like a regular dude. You're doing it right. I appreciate it, Commander. Somebody did that for me, and it changed everything for me. So I know it'll change everything for you. All right, let me pray for you one more time. Father, bless them in Jesus' name. Open up doors that have never been opened. Take them to new levels. Amen. I love you. Don't miss tomorrow morning, 1130 a.m. sharp. We're talking about what the Bible says pertaining to money. Somebody sent me a, a financial seed last night on Venmo. His name was Jimmy. And he sent a message with it. He said, I'd never heard anybody teach on this before. And I'm in need of a money miracle. 
So I'm sowing this seed and I'm trusting that what you said is going to work. It works. The Bible works. God is not a man that he should lie. People have financial needs and they need to know what the Bible says about how to break poverty forever. So you're going to want to join me tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. And that's what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to break the back of poverty so that it never touches you and it never touches your children or your grandbabies. In Jesus' name. I love you. I will see you in the morning. I love you, Megas. Goodbye. Oh. Hello, everyone. I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very... Hold on. Watch this. I almost forgot to advertise. If you live anywhere near Louisiana, you got to come to these meetings. Three Days of Glory. My pastor is hosting Three Days of Glory here at our church at Faith Church Ruston. And you're not going to want to miss these. Get into these meetings to encounter the power of God. Watch this video. He'll tell you all about it. Hello, everyone. I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very special meeting coming up called Three Days of Glory. That's right. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right here in Ruston, Louisiana at Faith Church. We're going to have three power pack days full of faith, the word, impartations, and the joy of the Lord. If you want more of God's presence in your life, or if you just would like to activate the gifts and call of God, come be a part of these meetings. Miracles will be in manifestation, the power of God, and did I mention the joy of the Lord? For more information, you can check it out on the screen, but I look forward to seeing you this September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. I'll see you then. Well, praise the Lord. He said it the best. If you want to encounter the power of God and you want to experience God, a real alive God, the address is on the screen right there. This is all the information that we're going to put a link in the chat right now for you to register at. Commander said he lives in Albany, Georgia. If you live anywhere close, that's close. I encourage you, get to these meetings. I would like to meet you. Come and shake my hand. And I believe you'll have a life-changing weekend. And I'll introduce you to my pastor. He's a great man of God. The closest person to Jesus I've ever met. So you'll have a great weekend. I love you. I'll see you in the morning. Adios. Hello, everyone. I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very special meeting coming up called Three Days of Glory. That's right. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right here in Ruston, Louisiana at Faith Church, we're going to have three power pack days full of faith, the word, impartations, and the joy of the Lord. If you want more of God's presence in your life, or if you just would like to activate the gifts and call of God, come be a part of these meetings. Miracles will be in manifestation, the power of God, and did I mention the joy of the Lord? For more information, you can check it out on the screen, but I look forward to seeing you this September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. I'll see you there.